Good morning, friends. Uh, today's message is called Simply Share Jesus. It's based on Acts chapter 8, verses 26 to 40. And while I'm not out at St. Mark's and Mineral Wells today, I'm recovering from surgery. This is the message that was written and will be shared today by one of our elders. One morning not long ago, I overheard a conversation between two people in a Starbucks. Actually, it wasn't much of a conversation. It was more of a monologue. There were two women seated on the sofa by the front door. The one doing all the talking was telling the one doing all the listening how wonderful it is to be a Christian. Well, the listener looked pretty uncomfortable, and the talker appeared to be oblivious. A man standing next to me at the counter also noticed the woman. He said to me, somebody ought to complain to the management. That religious nut cornered me here yesterday for half an hour. I didn't really know what to say. I mean, the lady was trying to share good news with others, and she seemed to be making only enemies. On the other extreme, I met a man once who told me of his search for meaning in life, how he perceived money, alcohol, success, and every vice imaginable until he finally found the Lord. He then said, what's incredible is that I lived next door to a pastor for years, and he never made an effort to lead me to Christ or even talk to me. Ouch. Yeah. See, when it comes to sharing our faith, we have to be careful how we communicate with the world. On one hand, we can't afford to be pushy. On the other hand, we don't want to seem apathetic. So where is the balance? Well, today we're going to take a look at a Bible story of how one man shared his faith with another. The story is a great example for us to follow in sharing our faith with others. And there are at least three principles about witnessing that we can learn from this passage of Scripture. The first is in order to share our faith effectively, we must be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Our story in Acts begins with Philip going down a desert road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. And uh, while he's there, uh, the Spirit led him in that direction. He's going that direction because the Spirit of God led him in that direction. And on the road, Philip met an Ethiopian eunuch who had been in Jerusalem to worship. He was now sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah. Philip began talking to him and eventually led him to faith in Christ. Now, the principle that we should learn from this is that if we are sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, he will lead us to people who are ready to hear our message, just like he did with Philip. The Ethiopian was what we might call a seeker. He was interested in things of a spiritual nature, but he didn't know Jesus. In verse 27, we learn that this man had tasted success, prestige, power, wealth, but there was still something missing from his life. So he'd gone to the temple in Jerusalem to worship. He read from the scriptures and he searched for the truth. At the right time, God sent Philip across his path. You know, there are literally millions of people in this world who could be identified as seekers. They're looking for spiritual fulfillment. And we have what they're looking for. If we're sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, God will lead us to them or them to us. What he does, we need to continue to be sensitive to the Spirit as we share our faith. Notice how Philip approached the Ethiopian. He asked him a simple, non-threatening question. Do you understand what you are reading? And then Philip let the Ethiopian talk. More importantly, he listened to the Ethiopian's response. Philip understood that sharing your faith is not confrontation. It's communication. We don't need to shout. We don't need to do all the talking. 
Sharing your faith involves give and take communication between two people. Also, Philip answered the Ethiopian's questions. I once took an evangelism course many years ago where we were taught not to answer questions. We were told, I mean, lost people will try to get you off the subject by asking questions. Don't answer them. Just say, I'll get to that in a minute and go on with your presentation. Now, how do you think that kind of sidestepping made people feel? Well, based on some personal experience, I can say that it made them feel their questions were unimportant. And like the person doing the talking was more interested in getting through his spiel than addressing their concerns and as if they were listening to a memorized sales pitch, not a heartfelt testimony. We need to remember we don't have a message to sell. We don't have a message to yell. We have a message to tell. We don't have to force it on anyone against their will. Witnessing is not like putting square pegs in the round holes, trying to force something to happen that wasn't meant to happen. If we are sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, he will lead us to those who are ready to listen, or will lead those who are ready to listen to us. Secondly, in order to share our faith effectively, we must tell them about Jesus. Well, let me ask you, who is our Savior? It's Jesus. Who is the hope of the ages? It's Jesus. Who is the one who died for the sins of the world? It's Jesus. Who is the focus of the Christian faith? It's Jesus. Who is the creator of the universe? It's Jesus. Who is our ultimate judge? It's Jesus. Friends, it is Jesus that we need to tell others about. In verse 35, Philip began with that passage of scripture and told him the good news about what? Jesus. I think this is where the church has dropped the ball. We talk a lot these days about family values or taking a stand against abortion or voting for this particular uh, political party or boycotting this business or that business and on and on to the extent that we haven't clearly proclaimed the message that the church has been commissioned to proclaim. 1 Timothy 1.15 says very simply, Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. Jesus is the focus of our message, not social issues. You know, if we closed down every abortion clinic and every adult bookstore in this country, the world would still be going to hell on a bobsled. The only way to make a difference that lasts forever is is to help people make a life-changing connection with Jesus. That's our mission. Now, does that mean Christians should ignore political and social issues? Of course not. We have a right, even a responsibility, to speak up and take part. But we need to remember that our mission is spiritual and not political. Our mission is to help people connect with Jesus. We don't do that through hostile confrontation, but through loving communication. And third, in order to effectively share our faith, we must give them a chance to respond. Verses 36 and 37 of our text say, As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptized? Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. The eunuch answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The Ethiopian made the decision. Philip didn't push him into it. In fact, Philip qualified the decision. He said, in effect, there's no point in doing this unless you're serious about putting your faith in Christ. The Ethiopian assured Philip that he was indeed serious. The principle we learn from this is that we must respect the fact that it is the individual's decision whether or not they follow Christ. As much as we may want to, we cannot make that decision for them. 
We can't smooth talk them into it or bully them into it or soft sell or hard sell them into it. Once we tell them the good news, we must leave the ball in their court and let them decide for themselves. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in their hearts. A friend of mine served as Ministry of Evangelism in a large church for a number of years. His job consisted of visiting people in their homes, persuading them to make a profession of faith and getting them to sign a commitment card saying they would come to church the following Sunday. One evening he took an evangelism trainee with him. They went to visit a prospect where he gave his presentation. The man made a profession and signed the card. And After they left, the young trainee told him, you know, that was amazing the way you led that man through the entire process. It was like he didn't even have a choice in the matter. You know, these words haunted my friend for a long time. He had to face the fact that it wasn't the gospel he was presenting to his prospects. It was a slick sales pitch designed to get them to sign a card and come to church. He knew that he wasn't really making a difference in people's lives. In fact, many of his so-called converts never once came to church after making a profession of faith. He realized that he was cheating people by not giving them a chance to respond for themselves. You know, we cannot force people into following Jesus. We have to let them make that decision themselves. What we can do is share with others what Jesus has done for us and let them know how they too can have a relationship with him. If we give others a chance to respond to the gospel and not just a slick sales pitch, they will experience the life-changing power of Jesus firsthand. i got to tell you, friends, we've got a story to tell the world. It's a message that truly can make a difference in people's lives, a difference that will last forever. For this reason, we must be careful in how we share our message. If we come across like religious bullies or religious fanatics, we may drive people away. And they'll never, ever hear what we have to say. But if we don't take the initiative to tell others, how else will they hear the gospel? The only way we can achieve the right balance is to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, to focus on telling others about Jesus, and then let them respond. This is how Philip shared his faith with the Ethiopian. Philip teaches us that sharing our faith is not confrontation. It's communication. It's connecting with another person so that we may help them connect with Jesus. God bless you as you simply share Jesus.